1: Welcome to news from the Krabby Coffee Shop with your host, Don McLean, from the adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071, Garage Logic's newsman, Mr. FYI, John Height, and the crabbiest Guy in the coffee shop, Kenny Olson. Hi, Barbie. Let's go party. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Thank how God much, that's over with.
2: How much uh, and, and I don't wanna I don't wanna spend a lot of time ripping my talk no, uh, because no, we, both get, not paid, we both get paid. both get paid for my talk. But seriously, how many sedatives did you have to eat before <laughs> and during Friday when you were forced to dress like Barbie?
1: Um, I mean, I didn't sleep really <laughs> the <laughs> night before. maybe I fell asleep at like three, you know. Um Barbie is the epitome of like perfection and beauty, um, and that's why it's unattainable. Now put a plus-size middle-aged woman into a costume and say, this is Barbie. (laughs) I'm like, ah... Uh, kind of stresses me out, kind of puts me in all I, kinds uh, of weird I, I just, uh, I wanna self-conscious... Fight with you. I
2: already want to fight with you about your perception of yourself. But That's I, fine. That's I'm fine. not going to. Uh, whatever. Because uh, nothing I can say or do will um, hit home with you. you. You just, you stop listening. Right. But, you sent me a photo, uh, and it was a selfie-style photo, <laughs> and you, um, I just, I'm going to keep this photo forever because you look glazed over. <laughs> And Brad is behind you, over your shoulder, and that's the angriest I have ever seen Brad look, ever. (laughs) He looks so po Oh,
1: well, that wasn't even before he got to having to be on Twin Cities Live for an hour and a half dressed as Ken. Oh, no. Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he thought maybe, now, it was a fun time, and it ended up being a fun time, but... When you're in a costume, it was like literally the Ken costume. It's like all neon, shorts that are too short for his liking. Sitting in a chair, he's like, you know, I'm a real man, and Ken doesn't have those parts. So let's make sure that we don't reveal (laughs) that this really isn't Ken, you know, and just... I had, I snapped some pretty funny pictures. He thought he was going to be able to get out of the costume, like just be in it for maybe the first 15 minutes or so. No, whole time, whole hour and a half. They went outside and grilled. I'm taking pictures. I'm like, oh God, now they have to grill outside. And he said, oh, I'll have to send you some other pictures that are pretty funny. He,
2: he he should get paid for that in cash, (laughs) untraceable cash. It's yeah. not fair. Well, the one thing, okay, we are going to rip my talk. Uh, but instead <laughs> of ripping management, I'm going to rip all of you people that work there. Yeah, okay. None of you have any balls. Oh, yeah. None of you will stand up and say, N- no, hell no, I'm, I'm not doing that. And then maybe that's why AM 1500 failed, yeah. because we all did that. Oh, sure. We all told the boss to go to hell.
1: Well, you have to be a team player. Yeah, Th- we Then you're bringing everybody down, because they they think up these ideas Um, and then they tell you that you're, Hey, why don't you do this? And there are already 10 people involved with like making a logo and, you know, so then you're like, okay, well I'm not, I I want people to listen to this new show that I'm on. So it promotes me and it helps me and, you know, just to be a happy, jolly, for you know, I can I can put on a face like that outside of this podcast. <laughs> that new show, The Adventures
0: of Bradley and Dawn, noon to three Monday through Friday on my
2: talk one oh seven. And what's so ironic about this, and maybe some listeners to the podcast don't know this and they don't know Bradley well, but he used to do the um the tra- uh, what uh, am I he,
1: drag? Drag. Yeah, not on stage. He was a character like a YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, He had a podcast. It was kind of like um, Wanda something. Wanda wisdom is what it was called. But he didn't ever want to perform on stage. It was just kind of a character that was like a parody of a drag queen. You know what I mean? (laughs) Did that get him in trouble with the drag queen? Not at all. Everybody, you know, that community is very open and embraces all kinds of, you know, whatever you want to do with.
2: The thing about that community as you refer to them that's a foghornable word by the way in gl community because everybody oh. wants to be a community but the oh, thing geez. about those guys <laughs> an unbelievably big huge sense of humor
1: totally they oh that's they what laugh. i love
2: first of all they laugh at themselves all the time yeah And then they laugh at anybody who gets mad at them, which is even better. Yeah,
1: exactly. And then um, usually pretty uh, bright individuals who know how to just lay on the biggest layer of snark to everything they do to where you might not even get it, that they're making fun of you. So, yeah, it's definitely entertaining.
2: That's one of my favorite qualities in all human beings. If you can pull that off, uh, (laughs) we're friends. Totally. Especially if it's directed at me and I get it.
1: Yeah, totally, totally, Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, But just seeing Brad that angry was pretty funny. I had no idea he had on the super short shorts. Yeah, let me show I'll
1: send you, I know that this is, uh, I'll send you a photo right now of him. I took a really good snap of him sitting in the chair talking about how he wanted to get out of his costume and he gave a look to the camera. He actually broke the (laughs) the, uh, third wall here, or the fourth wall, not the third. Uh, And uh, it's one of the funniest things. I'm like, oh man, that is hilarious. And he is,
2: um, I For lack of a better, he's a, he's buff. Yeah, I mean, he
1: does CrossFit like five yeah, times a week at least. Yeah, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. He, I,
2: I don't see any body fat on him at all.
1: No, it's that's because it's not.
2: Yeah. he's so funny. He is. Uh, uh, and the fact that he was mad and angry and had to wear those short shorts, that, it just... Uh, make sure you send him that picture of me that I sent you last night. Oh,
1: some, totally. Some
2: clowns at the uh, at the station took the only promo, good promo photo I've ever taken in my entire life. <laughs> yeah. And they cut my face out and they... They stuck it on Ken, uh, the Ken dolls. Have,
1: have we put that on Twitter? Whoops!
2: Oh yeah, it's okay, been all good, over Okay, good,
1: good, good. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. There, I hit was my microphone use, in a was fit that of use, joy.
2: Uh, Ross has sent. Oh,
1: Brad. Oh, I just sent you the picture. Yeah, I sent it to you both. Oh. he's he's like i can't wait to get out he's like i'll be taking this off as soon as i can that's what he said right before he looked at the camera like that because he was like i hate this <laughs> but you know nobody wants to be in a costume for an hour and a half in a visual medium when you're usually on radio you know so
2: when were you able to change into your normal clothes
1: um well after four uh no uh 30 yeah because I was just going to do the radio stuff yeah. and videos for the more. So it started in the morning show whenever we did trivia, and I had to be the character on, of Barbie. Yeah. yeah,
2: 8.30 on Jason's show.
1: Yep. yep, which was fun because all I did was answer like an airhead or somebody who didn't know the answers. There was no, right. you know, chore like, in
2: that. Like a TV anchor? <laughs>
1: no god oh oh,
2: sorry leading you down the wrong path Uh, no
1: but then it just continued and then um i had to get because of um our friend grant yeah uh i don't know if the the audience probably on this side doesn't know Grant. Um anyway, he's one of our producers and he's a real um he's like um on he's, bewitched Mrs. Kravitz who lives across the street but a <laughs> a, a real live man. Um yeah. he's real talkative and he's like like he's great. He will help you out. The great thing about Grant is that it it doesn't matter if you are like I'm in um I'm in Duluth and I'm drowning in a lake. He's like, I'm on my way. You know? yes. He's yes. just yeah. like, yeah. he is like, we'll be there for you. He will, you go, can you do this for me? And he'll go, sure, sure, sure. And he'll just do it. Like I, I, the best employee ever and friend.
2: I, when I met him, I had to shut him down instantly. Hi, I'm Grant. I work across the hall at KS95. I've been a long time fan of yours and I just want to get, and I'm like, Grant, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Nice oh to meet you. You're on the inside. Yeah. Yeah. Don't treat me that way.
1: Yeah, no. But he uh, he's just a great guy. However.
2: Yeah. However. <laughs> however.
1: However. Uh, our dear boss, Amy Daniels, who thought up this whole idea of us being Ken and Barbie, along with our promotions director, Brooke, um, they're standing there and it was like Twin Cities Live asked Bradley to be Ken. And I'm like, oh my God, am I going to get out of this by not, I don't have to, I can get out of my costume after the morning show and then just be me.
2: Yeah. Grant
1: yeah. says, oh, no. oh, oh. Don, are you going to be Barbie on Twin Cities Live? And I oh. looked at him and cut him the, I'm going to kill you. Book. Yeah. Yeah. And I go and well. Well, I wasn't, but... And then Amy's like, let me ask Mandy. And she's on her phone like, oh, you're not? Well, let's get you on there. And I'm like, oh, Oh. my God. And he looked at me and had a real look of fear in his eyes because I gave him the... I'm going to kill you later. Look. Yeah. And then he, the minute Amy left, he goes, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You can punch me if you want. you want to punch me right now in the stomach? I'm like, get away from me. Because <laughs> it's one thing to be Barbie on the radio. And then it's another thing to be Barbie on TV. Yeah. Where yeah. they bring. Uh, yeah. Anyway, it just brings out all of your insecurities. So I had to push those aside and, you know, take a panic attack pill. Before I went on. But other than that, I'm fine. Can you can you work with, after taking
2: those panic attack pills?
1: I take like a fourth of it. Okay. So I'm, because other than that, I'm like, I start to like uh, power down. Like, oh. and um, I need to take a nap.
2: A million years ago, when um, 1500 was a right-wing conservative, well, just a conservative station, they invited Sean Hannity to town. Okay. Yeah. And we had him at um, a big theater, uh, St. Catherine's. Does that sound right? St. Kate's?
1: Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah and yeah, they yeah.
2: have a huge yeah, auditorium. Every, yeah. Everybody on staff had to go up and do like a warm up show. And it was up to me and Georgie, who played a gal. Um, what did Georgie play? Um, Ross, uh, Morgan, QE, Wolf, Slattery, something, something. Okay. And we had to go up and do the opening bit before anybody came out so we were the first two on stage yeah i was so incredibly nervous during the afternoon that i couldn't function and georgie gave me a one of these anti-anxiety pills whatever it was just one of them i took it I proceeded to miss the next two traffic reports.
1: No, no, that's a little too strong. (laughs) On my talk. Oh, my gosh. And 1,500,
2: because I was just sitting there at my computer looking at traffic.
1: Yeah, you're just watching it go by. (laughs) You're like, look at that. Look at modern technology and the way traffic works.
2: And uh, we had a bit scheduled, and I cannot to this day. And this was hours and hours later, probably (laughs) 7 p.m. I still don't remember much about it. Wow. Except we left early. As soon as our part was over, we didn't even stick around for Hannity. We left.
1: (laughs) Oh, sure. I mean, that's probably best. (laughs) So
2: those things are really, really strong. I wasn't ready for that.
1: Well, it depends on how many milligrams something is and what it is. You know, I have the lowest dosage that you can get just so that if I'm in a position where I, you know, just... I, I was a theater major. Like, I don't know. There's something so about you, being a character on stage where I'm not playing myself yeah. and being sort of me, yeah. you know, and playing the part of me I'd rather not do, you know? The oh, playing the part that. of me is, you know what I'm saying. Uh,
2: I totally, yeah, I totally understand what you mean. Yeah. Do you think, um, so Jason referred to it, um, obviously, in my talk and Barbie, you guys were in bed together in some sort of way, right? In Promoting. Bed. No. I mean, you promote. Really?
1: Not not nobody paid us to do that. That's really? the brilliance of this. Yeah, I mean, we changed our logo to My Barbie 1071, and we have billboards up. Yeah, it's it's great. Oh. Well, everybody wanted to get on board, so you know, um, wow. it was just free promotion. It's unbelievable the amount of attention this movie got.
2: Yeah. Do you? Jason referred to it as the summer blockbuster. Is sure. It,
1: Oh, my gosh. I don't even know how much money it's made now, but it made one hundred and sixty two million over the weekend. It was the largest um, opening for a woman director, Greta Gerwig, which is uh, pretty outstanding uh, for her. Uh, And then people then Oppenheimer also premiered it. It had eighty two million and that was way over, you know, what people expected for a movie about the uh, atom bomb.
2: 82 versus what did you say 153? Uh,
1: 162, I think. Oh, the numbers, so I half. mean, that's just uh domestic. But like globally, this is it's going to be because now we have a strike going on. And so people aren't going to put their movies out because they want their stars to be able to pr- to promote them. Oh. So these studios are like we're going to hold on to the second dune and just put it out in 2024 whenever this is all over. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, but I um I saw both Barbie and Oppenheimer. I know we didn't have this schedule to talk about.
2: No, that's fine. I wanted, I want to know. I've read a lot of headlines uh about the Barbie movie, and one of them, and I know it was just clickbait and I didn't bother clicking on it. Sure. it was, um, Fans are walking out of the Barbie movie feeling frustrated. And I'm assuming at first I thought they were getting up midway through and walking out because they're angry. And then I I remembered how clickbait works and how they (laughs) string you along. And I I figured um, without reading the article, they probably mean that they watch the whole movie. And they really enjoyed a lot, but something frustrated them. Maybe it was over too soon or, or something. Uh, what Did you have any mm, negative I thoughts did. about it? Yeah, I Oh, did. really?
1: So everybody loves it, and I'm like, God, here I am. I'm not trying to be special, you guys, but I really did not. There's so much stuff in there that's important to talk about that I believe in, and it involves feminism, okay? Yeah, yeah. But for me, it's... <sighs> How do I say this? It made me kind of sad because they brought up a lot of issues. And then my thing is like, okay, now what? Now what are you going to do about this? Because there are all of these issues going on. But I feel like what it does, it's kind of dangerous but because it checks off the box of like, I did it. Okay, that's my... And then they oh. go back to doing TikTok. Like, if you brought your little girls to this and you're like, see, we need to change these things in our country or about society or whatever, then talk to them about, okay, let's talk about running for office. Like, okay, you spend less time on your phone about yourself and now do something. Learn about how to become a local, you know, I don't know, on a city council. Because right. that's the only thing... That, if you don't like these things, and I'm not necessarily saying I align with all of them, but then you need to take the next step. So that's why I think it's a little bit dangerous, because people just go, I checked the box, you know, and then they walk away and going, oh, my God, let me look at myself again. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> let it's, me Google it's me and like see if anything's can, changed. It's like yeah. people that just want to complain loudly about something, but they don't take any action. And maybe Ah. I'm preemptively saying this and and there will be some big type of like Barbie group movement where women get together. Ooh, sorry to just point out women. People get together and do things.
2: You never have to apologize for anything you say here.
1: But I don't want people to think I'm talking about any type of political stance left or right. Like that's not what I'm talking about because I do know that. that there's a whole big movement of like this is, you know, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about as a human being. Seeing like, okay now do something. I'm not going to be the one to do it because it bores me to tears. But young women, please get involved.
2: This is one of, believe it or not, this is a big topic on GL. Trying to get normal people involved in politics. Successful people involved in politics. And they'll look at it and go... I'm not making that sacrifice. I'll do this, this, and this, but I am not. um, I'm not going to run for office and destroy my life and what I have running for office. So we talk about that a lot. But are these issues in the Barbie movie? Are they presented in a fun, comedic way, or is this isn't a hard hitting political movie? Is
1: it? It's not. I wouldn't call it political. I just think it's a a feminist movie. That um, yeah. I mean, there are times where I'm like, oh, I get. I'm getting a little like. Like, not teary, but it really started to hit me because they rattled off a bunch of things that, you know, can happen in a woman's life that you just kind of ignore, that you go along with the flow. And I'm like, oh, man, like it did. It affected me in a different way. I can't just walk away from something like that and laugh about it. You know, so I don't feel like they resolved a lot of things. It was just like, yeah, we checked
2: the box and and moved on. Yeah.
1: And people were You know, I know people like if it makes someone think, then that's good. But I don't want you to just think I want you to do. Yeah. Let's move beyond. Wow. That really made me think. And then I have the argument of, um, uh, you know, people saying, but, you know, it's just a movie. Like you have too many expectations for a movie. It's like, but don't bring that stuff up if you're not. I don't know. It's complicated, more complicated so, than you think.
2: How about if I turn that around on you and say, why don't you run for office?
1: Because I just told you, it bores me to death. <laughs> I, I hate politics. I, I hate it. Either you way, know. I feel hopeless about it, and that's why I'm like, I don't feel hopeful when I see this movie. It kind of makes me a little bit sad. You know? Right.
2: I don't feel hopeful when I look at all the available candidates to run for office of the oh, president. Yeah. You know? I I I, oh, I don't feel oh, hopeful on any level of ha- oh. on ever any level of politics. Mm
1: -mm. No. But then again, I'm not, yeah, I'm just, there's no way I could pass any type of a background check, let's be honest. (laughs) Like, I'm not talking about being arrested, but I've had too fun, too much fun in my life. They would dig up some stuff like. Uh, Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Does yeah. that
0: I can't yeah. Does that matter anymore? I'm not sure it does. Uh, I don't really
1: yeah, I think it does. I think the things I've done it would.
0: Yeah. And I think yeah. actually now backtracking to a degree to your point, I think it only matters depending on the person. Yeah. Some people can just get away with it easier than others.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true.
2: So let's go back to my question. Is it in your opinion a blockbuster?
1: Yeah, it is. And um, yeah.
2: I was stunned when doing research and all of this is triggered by Jason, who called it a blockbuster, um, you know, in the middle of last week before the movie came out. And I'm like, wait a minute.
1: No, Chase. it's huge. There's
2: no way this could be a blockbuster. So I looked up blockbuster. The first blockbuster acknowledged in modern times, Jaws.
1: Oh, for sure. 1975. Absolutely. Had
2: all, all the makings of a summer blockbuster. Mm-hmm. And by blockbuster, they mean, um, line out around the block and huge, huge oh, that's earnings. So
1: nice. Yeah, you always forget about that. Yeah.
2: <clears throat> so then I go to the Google. You know, it's really fascinating when you go down this road. And I just googled top ten blockbusters of all time, and they rated the one I found was highest grossing films, um, which was Avatar in 2009. Oh. But then listen to this, Don, and I'm gonna make you put on your thinking cap.
1: I don't. Yeah. The, top 10, <laughs>
2: the top ten. I already did my hair. The top ten highest-grossing films of 2022, adjusted for inflation. Oh! I'll give you a hint. Sure. 1939.
1: Oh! Oh! 2000. Uh, is it all quiet on the Western Front, or what? There
2: was a lot of good movies last uh, year. In 1939.
1: Oh! In 19. Oh! The Wizard of Oz.
2: Close. What was the other movie? Oh, oh, Gone with the Wind. Gone with the Wind. Yeah. Yeah. I think it is this four million or four billion? There's so many zeros. Oh,
1: probably billion. Yeah. If you're adjusting for inflation.
2: Yeah. Holy Um, cow. But but all these years later, Gone with the Wind. Yeah. Still the highest grossing film of all time. Avatar, second. Good. Yeah. Put him
1: in his place. Um, (laughs) Although Gone with the Wind is what they call. I don't like this word, problematic. I don't like it either. Um, well, then let's not talk about it. Okay, <laughs> this is I, our podcast. I, I, and <laughs> I've I've seen it a million
2: a million times, yeah. and I, I've watched all the documentaries and read about the making of it and what a cluster f it was. Just and the-
1: stop trying to erase history, though. Right, like, it existed in the world of art at a time when we didn't know better. But when, let's not erase it from history.
2: One of my favorite shots, and I don't know what you would call this, a tracking shot or whatever, but it's midway through the film, and um, Scarlett is walking through an outside hospital, mm-hmm. and there's the, the, the shot starts close up on her, and it just keeps tracking back and up and back and yeah. up and back and up, and you can see how vast... And how many bodies and yes. how many injured peoples are there. And it's on a railroad bed. And it's one of the most amazing shots I've ever seen. It's so and grand. I, how did they do that? Mm. I don't get it. Was it on a cable? Was it on a crane? I don't because know. It's, and and it, it doesn't look like it's edited to me. Yeah, it's it looks like it's one, one continuous shot.
1: Yeah, yeah. The amazing things that filmmakers used to do. Uh, back in the day without any drones or anything like that. so
2: 1939. And I love the color. It's The, the color is over the top. Yes. You know, the sunsets and the sunrises and yeah. the purples and oh, blues yeah. and reds. But I love it anyway.
1: I got to talk about Oppenheimer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Really? I couldn't even go see Barbie after. I had to go home and I was like, all I could do was like start organizing things and throwing things out and cleaning like I couldn't I also would start to cry again. What wh- why? what why? Oh my gosh. So this is I mean obviously Christopher Nolan. I love Christopher Nolan so that that's good going in. Um but just a master at creating, um, he's really good at flipping timelines, like showing you something. And then you realize at the end of the movie, wait a minute, that conversation happened before that conversation and things start to be revealed and personality things. He'll be like, turn, he'll turn the perspective back onto someone else's viewpoint. And you're like, Oh no, that's a bad guy. You know? Um, but the thing that struck me the most, um, is that I was kind of pissed off at the beginning because it is edited within an inch of its life. So it's like oh. cut, 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 cut. And if you remember like watching West Wing, uh, that's Sorkin, right? Yeah. Yes. Yep. So it's a lot of walking and talking and fast pace about super boring crap, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but they kept it moving. Nolan does that, and he, I think he does it on purpose because it's so fast-paced, and it's like you don't even have time to realize – like, oh, my gosh, that's Robert Downey Jr. Or you go, whoa. But then you have to listen, and it's 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 very labor-intensive. And I was, like, mad because I didn't even have a chance to feel anything. But, but then he works all of that up, up until the moment. And he, it's, I mean, the, I they I test the, the bomb. Moment. I mean, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. so yeah. it all works up to that. Like, it's a three-hour movie. So for an hour and a half at least, you're working up to that moment when they when they let it off and he removes the sound and it's just the oh. light hitting the people and oh, the rumbling oh, in the theater and I started brilliant. to shake physically and sob. Wow. Because I couldn't believe what I, it was extraordinary and wow. scary because we are time travelers. We're watching this as people who know what happened, and there's such a celebration that's happening that they completed it, yeah, because there was such a race to get this done because of you know right. of Germany and the Soviets and like we've got to take care of this right. to and let Japan. them know that yeah. we're in control. Yeah, we're the boss. So, yeah, exactly. So it was like uh, you know there was such a like we got to do it, we got to do it in all these different ways, and the moment the moment he created in film. I've never seen that, and I've never been so affected by something that it took my breath away, and I could hear people in the silence starting to weep in the theater, and my body was shaking, and I'm like, because you feel the rumble, and then he just takes the sound away, and it's the light, and everybody looking out to Oh, I'm getting chills right now talking about it, and then I couldn't stop crying for like 30 minutes because things just start happening where Oppenheimer, you Killian Murphy is such an extraordinary actor because behind his eyes, you know, it's his story of feeling guilt about mm-hmm. this and right. knowing what he was creating. And nobody gave an s. Right. Like everyone's like, we gotta beat him, we gotta beat him. And then yep. the fallout, I hate to say that word from that for him was soul Awful. crushing. And yeah. so you see his his story through his eyes and then just, how he processes things, like they'll be in a crowd, and I don't want to give too much away, but we all know what happened. But, like, people are cheering for him that he did it, and then it becomes silent, and what he sees are people in Japan. In mm-hmm. his mind, like, those people become Japanese people, and mm-hmm. just, and then, like, there's a lot of pretty gruesome stuff that happens to people's faces. Oh, yeah. and, no, it's awful. Like, mm-hmm. what a feat. I just think that that movie is... Like, how do you take something that's so dense and turn it into... It's just really an important movie, and it might piss you off because it's hard to watch. It's labor-intensive.
2: It sounds like I'm going to have to watch it twice.
1: You will, and I I think I'm going to read the book first because there are a lot of characters in there that... They introduce, like, 50 people, and if you don't know, like, the... If you don't know it, like... John Hight knows the JFK assassination, then you might be lost. Like, you need to look at the IMDB at least. Or, mm-hmm. you know, there's...
2: You know me. I'll read everything about it. I love knowing how movies end.
1: Okay, so take, so, yeah, like, yeah. look at people's face, look at the actors, look at their name, because they're talking about a lot of people, and you're like, wait a minute, who was Nichols? Who was Sergeant this? Who was that? And it's important stuff. And so you just research it. There's actually, this makes me sound really old, but there's an AARP uh like piece about it and what you need to know before it's like a 10 minute read or something for us oldsters. Yeah. So that you can, and if you have that, um, our producer, Mike did that, um, before he saw the movie and he said it helped him a lot. So, Oh,
0: good. Yeah. Yeah. What type of viewing experience did you have? Did you do like an IMAX or was this just your traditional movie theater?
1: It was the biggest, you know, at at Alamo where I prefer to go where people aren't allowed to talk. Okay, cool. (laughs) And you can eat. Cool. (laughs) Yeah, Um, but uh, you don't really feel like eating.
2: So you don't know for sure, for certain, if it's historically correct.
1: No, it's it is it's it's based on was anything anything
2: created sidebar romances or anything like that. Just
1: not that wasn't accurate. Oppenheimer was a womanizer. He had several girlfriends, and it is part like it's part of the plot. It's there is nudity um and i'm like do we need to have her nude like come on but then it does come back in the in the plot is actually an important thing because he does a he does a thing where they're nude again but they're not it's like i have a courtroom
2: i have a real hard time with movies that change history when they don't have to and the only movie i've discovered where i've found that that's okay is uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. The ending of that movie, which is uh, it, <laughs> yes. nothing like that happened. But God, but we, we all wanted it, it to. Oh, it was Absolutely. Have been so, awesome. so gruesome,
1: but still you're like, yeah. God, I wish that happened. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, but it, this is pretty accurate and he's kind of a stickler for he's not he's not Oliver Stone and going to go off on his own thing. Like it's right. based on a book and all the romance that happens is super critical to the plot because they connect him to these women. They're like, yeah, but you dated this woman and she's a communist, mm-hmm. you know, and then they're trying to make him be a com- it's just boy. I mean, it's worth the money for sure. But buckle in.
2: I don't really know anything about him um, and where he came from. Um, if he was one of the people we plucked out of Germany and Ford No, of course not. No, he was an American before that, obviously, because the bomb was set off in 45. Okay. Um, yeah. The guy who did all the rocket work for Germany...
1: Heisenberg? Hell, huh? Heisenberg?
2: No. Oh. Uh, different guy. Um, we, he ended up being one of the main players in nasa and getting us yeah. on the moon
1: yeah that uh that's all worked in as well i mean everybody who could ever be involved you will hear their name and go wait a minute who is that so and then he kind of shoved a lot somebody of somebody
2: on oppenheimer's staff that was giving secrets to the soviets
1: yeah that's part of the movie
2: oh it is yeah and he's okay. accused
1: you know i mean that's a part of the plot too what happens after and how yeah, the yeah. government, you know, decided to go after him and make him the scapegoat. Yeah. So, yeah. So do
2: you walk just out of the theater uh, skipping and humming and happy? No, or, yeah, I was you'd,
1: crying. You your way I was the- like, ah, I can't get rid of this. But I, I wanted to, like, organize my life for some reason because I just felt so anxious. Yeah. And, you know, some, like, for instance, my boyfriend was bored. Oh, okay? he was? Yeah, he was bored. It was too much... He's a super smart guy, but he just got kind of like, I don't know what's going on. Like there's too many people introduced, like slow down and now I'm out. You know, he did care. Of course he cares about what happened, but he, he was like, he, it didn't affect him the same way it affected uh, me.
2: I needed to hear that. Yeah. Um, just in case.
1: Yeah. You might be bored. Yeah. I'm not saying everyone's going to have my experience. You know, I'm a real I get kind of wacky about Oh, you're very, things. very,
2: no, you're very passionate about, I mean, movies and acting and all of yeah. that, that's your life.
1: Yeah, I just can't believe, like, there's, did you watch Lincoln by any chance? Oh, yeah, Did you see twice. Lincoln? Great Okay, movie. I loved Lincoln. I actually
2: Lincoln. have it on tape, yeah.
1: Great, okay, so you know all the info dump that you get from watching Lincoln? There's yeah. so much history. Yeah. It's like that. Okay,
2: so th- this brings me to a question. Who's the filmmaker? It's Christopher Nolan. Did he break... The Hollywood rules in making this film and by Hollywood rules I'm thinking Die Hard where they call Die Hard the perfect movie because it's quick setup it's quick scenes it's good writing good Mm -hmm. acting Um, did he break any of those rules or did he follow them
1: no he doesn't follow those he wants to tell the story the way he wants to tell it and it's three hours long so did he care about you know does it I mean you have to he keeps it moving I'll say that but it's sort of exhausting there's That's so fun. much inf- he like it's like he knows so much information he wants to cram too much of it yeah. for our small brains into right. a movie but I right. still appreciate the effort you know it's just so much you're like oh god i mean it's yeah it's, i got to it calm sounds down. like
2: a movie i need to watch
1: <laughs> At i have all. two.
2: I, I have two reasons for watching at home. Never oh. cry in public. Oh, sure. Come sure. on. You're a dude. Stop that. Okay, well, Qu- there's quit plenty acting of like dudes crying. Actually, no. you need to
1: see it in the theater because of the bomb. No.
2: and Oh, yeah, you're because right. Because it
1: rumbles the whole theater.
2: But my second point is...
1: Not like it's a ride at Disney World. I don't want people to think that,
2: please. The best thing about seeing movies at home for me and my very tiny brain is I get to hit pause. I get to back it up. And I get to hear and see what they just said. You're just going to have to watch it twice.
1: But I would definitely see it in a theater. It's meant to be seen. He filmed it in IMAX, I believe. But we don't have an official IMAX here anymore. So it's IMAX size. Well, I guess the one at Rosedale. It's not. Anyway, see Hmm. it in a theater. Yeah, just go see it in a theater because of the, uh, the what he creates with them. Because the bomb is obviously massive, and you need to see it and feel it on a massive screen.
0: This is a serious question: Did people during this movie exit to like go to the restroom, or can no, you not? Because I three three hours is a long time to it, sit there. You just
1: need to plan your peeing. You know?
0: I don't know if I can, especially because <laughs> I'm going to get a drink.
1: It, there, it might be on... There is an app I have the called Run that, P.
0: Yes, that you can start.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, you, um, it's like it trying. tells you when to leave, but I I didn't feel like I could even allow myself to think about what okay. I just saw.
0: And I'm not trying to be crass. That's <laughs> no, just a long no. time
1: no, it to is, sit it down. Is. And if you have... Pro- yeah, I mean... Um, I'm diabetic. I got to go. Yeah. If, if a sex scene starts, leave then. Oh. He's like, not a chance.
2: Um... This is really interesting. Just as an aside, last week, before I knew we were going to go down this um, path, I yeah, wrote down a question. Different plan. <laughs> I uh, I wrote down a question I was going to ask you. Are there any movies that break the Hollywood formula that are very successful? And it sounds like Oppenheimer answers, answers that question.
1: Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. I think so. I mean, most of the time, I, I really wish it was shorter, but I say that with every movie. I don't care what it is because um, I'm ruined by my screenwriting degree.
2: <laughs> you you saw this first and then you saw Barbie.
1: I couldn't go that I was supposed to go that day but I couldn't do it. The how,
2: double how long, feature, wow. No, how no, long no. did you how, how long did you have to wait?
1: 2 days. I went Monday.
2: And were you? everything was cleansed by then.
1: Yeah, except for how I felt about Barbie. <laughs> so, um
2: So comparing the two, I've done this before, and and with bands, you go see a big produced band with lots of lights and lots of uh, effects and Mm -hmm. makeup and all the fun, and then you walk across the street and you see a three-piece gal uh, like Babes in Toyland (laughs) with one light and just wide open, fast, hardcore, and Babes always beats. That's true. So is that what the case was with this, where no matter what Oppenheimer just Kicks Barbie's ass.
1: In my opinion. Everybody's different. Yeah. It's just like it doesn't matter. Like that's just like my opinion isn't the right opinion. It's just my opinion. Right. I care. Well, I feel like this is an important thing. This is such an important topic that people need to know about and what we did. Yeah. You know.
2: But as far as movie making goes, the craft of making a movie.
1: Oh, I mean, they're, they're apples and oranges. I can't. Okay. But. It's For me, Oppenheimer is, you know, yeah. it's a masterpiece.
2: Yeah. To me, I, I'm just reminded of the night I saw. A
1: masterpiece.
2: Yeah. The night I saw <laughs> Flip, uh, F-L-I-P-P, and then walked across the street to the main room and saw Babes in Toyland. <laughs> and Babes, it was just. Yeah, I, you're like, I, everybody's ex-
1: super excited about yeah, Flip. It was,
2: it was, yeah, it was one extreme to the yeah, other. And yeah, Babes that's what
1: just, it is. Kicked
2: their ass. Yeah, it was so awesome. And
1: if you like like Barbie better, like that's cool. I'm not saying that you're not. You know, like seriously, I I don't have to say this to this audience. They they know what I mean. Yeah.
2: All right, Uh, that was really good. Boy, that was. uh, We should actually end there, but we're not. Let's take a break. And uh, there's some other fun stories we want to get to.
1: Every kid deserves the opportunity to attend a ball game, visit a theater, or go to the zoo. At Tickets for Kids Charities, we make that possible for 40,000 local kids each year. Learn more and make a tax-deductible donation of cash or tickets at ticketsforkids.org today.
2: This is another one of those bands that could blow any big band away, Big Backyard. Three guys on stage, all three of them intoxicated. Uh and they're long gone. Two of the members have passed, unfortunately. What is but it? uh Big Backyard. Okay. Was the name of the band, a local band. All right. Uh, I really Ross, enjoyed these when I rolled them in KO. This is good yeah, stuff. Good stuff. Ross, you answered a question. Um, the Rocket Man. Ross. Oh, yeah,
0: sorry. I didn't know you were waiting waiting for me on that one. Werner Von Braun? Von He's Braun? Guy.
2: He's the guy. There's actually yeah.
0: a great podcast that involves him, too, Kenny, and, and the space race with Kennedy trying to uh, beat the Russians. What's it called? I will find it for you and send it to you. I don't know off the top of my head, but I listened to well, it and thought you'd
2: enjoy it now that I think it, about it. Yeah, find it and get it on the air here before we're done. Ooh. Um, we have a couple of stories lined up here, and the one that caught all of our uh, eyes, and I saw the footage from this, uh, were these bullies, uh, these otters that came and started stealing, mm-hmm. were they surfboards or wakeboards mm-hmm. or surfboards. paddleboards? There's this one yeah. in
1: particular. she's yeah.
2: Yeah, she uh, wants it. The the story, and I never did hear the audio from it. It just kept coming up on TV and I'd watch it every time. It was pretty funny. Uh, Do you have the details on this?
1: Uh, yes, I do. Uh, let's see here. And you have the audio, I Ross. do. Do you want the audio yeah, let's just first? Just listen yeah. to the yeah. audio,
0: play the audio. So these mm-hmm. are basically people at the site of the attacking sea otter, kind of describing what's happening here. And I will post
2: this link. Okay, in the so wait, podcast. wait, before you hit play, so it's sea otter, not river
1: otter. Yes, that's correct. Yeah,
2: okay, all right, all right, on. here we go. Almost every time you surf here, there's otters, and they've like chewed on leashes, they got on the back of boards over the years, but this one uh, looked kind of scary the way he was taken after that one kid.
1: With this being repeated behaviors and the potential risk to both the animal as well as the public um, that we needed to attempt to actually capture her, Uh, so that she could be placed in another zoo and aquarium for long-term care. This otter has a radio transmitter um, so we can listen for her particular signal um, to get a sense of where she is. And she also has a flipper tag so that we can uh, visually identify her.
0: They can't throw a net over her into water. Um, They can't tranquilize her because of fear of her drowning. So they really need to get hands on her. And they've been using a bait surfboard where uh, diver goes into the water towing a surfboard and she's gotten on it multiple times in the past few days <laughs> and he swims back to the boat but as soon as they get within a couple of feet she dives she's off. She's too <laughs> smart. She's too
2: well, smart. Just chilling right here. huh? <laughs> Doesn't know it's fame or anything.
1: Just leave him alone. Just let him have fun and he, he hasn't bit but He roughs up the board. It's like a dog with a chew. You know? He's just a—he's a water dog. Okay.
2: Leave her alone. That's what I say. Uh, it's 8:41. Surfboard stealing otter 8:41. And uh, I love the Los Angeles Times headline yeah. on Google. Why can't they capture California's terrorist sea otter? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: and she is. So she wants the surfboard.
2: So an otter is doing what an otter does. And now we have to remove her and put her in a zoo Yeah, an otter is being an otter?
0: I don't like this one bit. Ugh,
1: just go down the beach a little bit and surf there. This is when this the is black, her territory. The black
2: bears wander into the Twin Cities area. The first thing we have to do is kill it.
1: Well, what, what the hell? Uh, yeah, I don't believe in that. Don't, just leave it alone. Just
2: stop it. Stop when- with the selfies. Stop trying to chase it away, aggravating. Just let it be. Just let it be.
0: When I post the video, if you guys haven't seen the video and you've only heard the audio... You have to watch the video because there are some <laughs> hilarious parts of one, the boat they're trying to capture her with looks like it came from the Coast Guard. So, you know, they're, <laughs> right. they're really putting a like, lot of work into it. Yeah. Second off, sea otter gals just in The back 30 seconds of the video, she's just spinning around like eating a fish,
1: <laughs> just they're hanging so out, cute, living the not, life. They're vicious. Like,
2: they're huge. You too. just,
1: like that lady that's like, oh, it's just a sea dog. It is not. Aren't they no. mean? Uh, like they the, can, he, the the otters aggressive, they say they'll,
2: they'll get mean if you start jacking with them or if they have kids nearby. Yeah. Like all animals, they go crazy. You know, they go mama bear on you. Yeah, and you can't blame them. Uh, but they're anywhere from thirty to a hundred pounds. Right. Which opposed to the, what we have in our area, they are referred to as river otters. Are you know if you catch a or if you see excuse me a thirty five pound river otter, that's a big girl. Yeah, but these these sea otters are huge.
1: Yeah. And um, I wouldn't mess with them like, you know, they're so cute, though. But it's like that's not they're They can really hurt you. Can you imagine how freaky it would be to be out there trying to surf? And this this lady comes over and you want to get away from that sea otter like it's not like, oh, we're having fun. No, You'd swim away from that otter.
2: What, so what do you do? Do you leave your surfboard yes. and just yes. let her have you, the yeah. surfboard? You have to. Aren't these things expensive?
1: Yes. Well, yes. And so I'm sure the surfers are mad. She's gnawing yeah. on it. What does she want? <laughs> what is the motivation? Why does she want that surfboard? That's well, what is weird to me.
2: She's just an otter being an otter. But this this backs you up. Stay the hell out of the ocean. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just
1: go, I know it's a great place to surf, but like seriously, I don't think you should try to catch her. Just leave her. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I
0: do want to know who drew short straw on that. You
2: got to be the oh, person on the bait the board. And then the diver
1: goes in, and I'm like, here he goes. Like yeah. you got to get out there and go. You're yeah. the bait board N- yeah. guy.
2: Yeah, that's the intern, first day on the job. Yeah, hey, I got a great, a got suit, a great like, job for you. No,
1: thank <laughs> do, you. Do you like the water? No way, boy. <clears throat> so we'll have to, you know, follow her story.
2: And We've see. got, um the river otters have returned to our area here in the last 20 years so oh, much yeah. that it's common now to see them around. Yeah. Um, and th- I've got a, for lack of a better term, a pond that's visible from my living room. And uh, one day last summer, I'm looking out there through the window, and I'm like, "What in the hell?" And I thought it was um, coots or mud hens that were diving. Their diver ducks. Coots. Yeah, what? they they go under. They What's a grab coot? Some, uh, It's a dirty duck that.
1: I should know that country sounding term, coot. It's
2: it's a dirty duck that dives underwater and eats. Crap off the bottom. Oh, sure. They're really ugly, <laughs> uh, pointed beaks, and their na And I'm I'm looking in my living room, and I'm going, "That is way too big to be a coot." What the is is there? And I started thinking, "Are goose? Are are there geese out there that are diving?" So I put the spotting scope. This on is them.
1: really a big thing to happen in the country. Yeah, yeah like oh, when you see, some, you're like it consumes you, right? Oh,
2: it does absolutely, yeah. and so much so that we have a spotting scope in our living
1: room. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so yes.
2: So I put I have the this yeah I, I put the scope on it and sure enough it's two or three otters out there just goofing off and playing and having fun
1: oh my god y- you know
2: and, and of all the animals to to be doesn't it, it seems to me that being an otter would be the most fun because those guys look for dumb stuff to do and then do it all day long you know we've all seen and i've actually witnessed this otter sliding down a hill in the winter in snow yeah
1: Are you kidding? Let's go sliding. Oh, (laughs) yeah. yeah, They're really, you know, speaking of the zoo, if you go to the zoo, they are pretty adorable. Like they'll come right up to the glass and show you their babies. And like, I I remember the zoo uh, back home. I can't really go around the the tanks are too big at the Minnesota Zoo. It freaks me out. but
2: I don't do zoos anymore. Mm. I, I, they've kind of fallen out of favor with me.
0: Yeah. I just feel bad for the animals. Even though for a lot of them it's their only way to survive, I still feel bad. That's,
2: that's very yeah. true, Ross. And that's the debate that I don't want to get into. But I do agree wholeheartedly with you, McLean. Just leave, leave them the hell alone. Just stop it. Mm-hmm. And same with the black bears that wander in the tw- Twin Cities. Stop oh. harassing them. Stop trying to get selfies. Just leave them the hell alone.
1: Don't... uh, No.
0: Kenny, what's a river otter predator? What would be after them? Uh, Yeah, that's a good question. Because can't they just evade a lot of it by hopping back
2: in the water?
1: Badgers kill anything.
2: Yeah, I don't think an otter would take on a badger. And I know that otters love going into beaver lodges. They like eating beaver. Jesus Christ.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We are... Labeling this one explicit, we were teetering. It's
2: <laughs> now explicit. But then again, who doesn't? Um, <laughs> no, <let's> me. Stop. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. You, you. No, come on, not even in college, kid. That's why oh, you can't run way. for office.
1: Like <laughs> exactly. Years. Oh yeah. boy. Uh, anyway, how,
2: how in the hell did we go down that road? Well,
1: you brought us down that road. Back and to any, otters. Yeah.
2: <laughs> anyway, I don't know that they do have any natural predators, um, I, and I know from time they like, they like eating fish and. And living creatures, and then many little ducks, like uh, baby ducks, they'll swim up underneath them and snatch a snatch a duck. Well, they gotta eat.
1: I know, but
2: (laughs) Jesus. I'm telling all the
0: crabbies, watch this video because there's a couple parts of the video where if you have a sense of humor similar to mine, (laughs) you're just gonna laugh at what you're seeing because it's so preposterous. Yes,
1: yes. Uh, well, we can quickly probably do this goat story, right? The goat or have rodeo we ex- story? Have we, you know, exhausted the, the otter?
2: If this had happened, this goat story had happened in my area, I would have, um, I would put everything aside and I would not rest and I would not go to work and I would not eat <laughs> until I right. found this goat
1: okay there is a goat who has escaped from a uh texas south texas county rodeo it's a rodeo goat and it's it's just <laughs> roaming okay this Which is
2: just just the term on rodeo yeah goat. Rodeo i goat. just love that mm-hmm. uh
1: so if you want to follow the story of this goat it's willesee county livestock show and fair they keep doing updates so the goat goes missing they're looking for it Local businesses have donated nearly 90 prizes and gifts worth more than five grand, including brisket, frescoes, salon service, a reward for the person who finds the goat. So you've got a bunch of prizes if you want to try to get this goat. What? What's it worth? Willie, I, I don't know. I just think they want Willie back. Now, Willie wants to be out in the open. Willie's done with the rodeo. On the f- <laughs> no. Willie's done. They've taken a picture yesterday morning. Um, a woman uh, stopped on the side of the road. People are taking pictures. Willie's out in the tall grass going, don't even think about capturing me.
2: Right, right. Yeah,
1: he's like I'm not coming back and it's like breaking news we spotted Willie Willie is okay and Willie is not dead Willie's like I gotta get the hell out of here but
2: yeah get, we know Willie's okay but getting Willie back home is a whole different no
1: manner. Willie's experienced the great outdoors but I just yeah. find it really funny that you can you can win brisket <laughs>
0: <laughs> to fight by finding such, a goat
1: that's such a country thing it's it's like dang i need that brisket you know like it's and like five raffles. grand it's like yeah. five grand worth the prizes to get this goat um and it was recently this is in raymondville texas? um texas yes yeah, if yeah. you want to look at that up or go down there if you're bored find willie
0: willie uh, i would say different from the otter yeah. Willie probably loves his life right now, but the moment he runs across a predator for the first time, <laughs> Willie's dinner. <laughs> yeah. So Willie's yeah. like,
1: oh, shoot. Yeah. So yeah. finally. Finding- I'm going back to the rodeo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let me in, let me in, let me God, in. God, <laughs> what does a rodeo goat do? Like, well, I've never, I've been to rodeos, but One. I've never seen goats. They Goals. put
2: bells on them, I sure oh. I'm sure and then they probably climb up and stuff and jump off and oh, sure. uh, goats on trampolines that's always fun <gasps> mm-hmm.
1: until one breaks
2: a leg. Uh, but you growing up in the country in rural Missouri, mm. I'm sure you're familiar with cows on the loose, horses on the loose. I've pigs, had to
1: chase down a cow many pigs. a time.
2: There's nothing worse and more frustrating than trying to chase one single cow. In through a gate into a pasture.
1: Oh, yeah, you, you, I mean, you will stop if you see a cow out. Yeah. You are absolutely, you have to stop yeah. and try to get it back in wherever. Yep. Like, yep. that is country rule. Yep. It is your responsibility. I don't yep. care if you're going to church or what you're doing. You uh, it, get yep. the cow back in. Yep,
2: yep. Everything stops. My sisters stops.
1: and I have been like, you have to start circling in, like, going away from the outside arms like a out. herding dog. Whoop, whoop, yep, whoop, whoop, yep. And then, yep. Or if you're looking for a cow, everyone will stop what they're doing, you yep. know. Uh, My parents live in Ozark, Missouri, and uh, at one point, one of our cows got out, and one of our neighbors happens to be um, the the owner and creator of Bass Pro Shops, who's- The dude is beyond yeah. Thunderdome yeah, wealthy. He's, he,
2: he's doing okay.
1: He's doing okay. He lives like a mile from my parents. But okay. we he helped us find a cow once. We had to go up and he knows. knock on his he's mansion. The, he's like, country. Oh yeah, he's country. He had on overalls anyway, yep. you know. Um and then, you know, just like all the neighbors get together. And then and then one time, um, My mom hit a cow on the way to church Oh, coming around the corner. Oh, I
2: bet that crushed her.
1: It did. It really crushed her. And it was like, you know, she wasn't going that fast. And I don't know what happened to the cow. Honestly, they didn't tell me because I was a little kid. But, boy, it scared her to death.
2: I don't know that there's a dumber animal that has ever been invented. And they're really dreadful creatures unless when they're out of their pens, when they're out of the pasture, when Mm. they're on the loose. As long as you don't have to deal with them. You don't have to come near them. You don't have to clean them. You don't have to feed them. You don't have to do anything. Eh, they're all right. Not yeah, bad. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. A few years they ago. They are really
1: dumb, though. They'll walk yeah. into a pond and be like, I'm too deep. I don't know how to get out. Yeah. And you're like, they're, oh, Jesus.
2: They're super stupid. Yeah. <laughs> um, so a couple of years ago, I'm wheeling through the woods and, uh, side by side. Oh, there's a cow. And for the next hour and a half, yes. I went to every farm within a three or four mile radius to find out who had lost a cow. Yeah. And I finally found the guy and um, got his phone number, got a hold of him, and he goes, yeah, it's probably my cow. Uh, And I said, all right, well, I'll go find it again and chase it back to your pasture. Uh, That didn't happen. Couldn't find it. Oh, geez. Five days later, I'm out <laughs> in the woods with the old man, my dad. We find it. Dad stays in the ranger in the side-by-side. I get out. And for the next ninety minutes, it's the biggest clown show yes, you've ever seen. Yes, it is. It's like, we- this
1: is the real rodeo, folks. Right,
2: because he's the pusher and I'm the guider. Yes. So he's always back there in the ranger pushing Push, it in a certain But yeah. then I have to be in the left side. I have to be in the right side. I have to. Yeah, because
1: it'll go. Yeah. Yeah, they're just, not going
2: to go north. They're going to go east, west, south. They're going to try to get and her you around. You
1: can't get too aggressive because they'll get spooked and right, start yeah. galloping like. Yep. a idiot.
2: It, yep. And the angrier you get, yeah, the, the less effective you are. And, and it's just a real dreadful experience.
1: My mom always has to talk to them like they're a dog. Like, come on now. Come <laughs> yeah,
2: on. Yeah. Come I, on,
1: baby girl.
2: I am very, very vulgar around them. I call them really, really mean names. Oh, no. They don't seem to notice, though. Yeah, They, they, don't, they don't. Yeah, notice. I
1: like cows. I do.
2: I, I like cows. They've got tiny feet. I like cows. They go something, something, moo suburbs a song
1: oh the band yeah okay thought it was people in the suburbs obviously we've run out of material
2: what have we learned today um leave the damn sea otters alone yeah and go
1: see oppenheimer
2: go see oppenheimer and cows are really really stupid the cow or the cow podcast
0: jeep Jeepers. The Werner Von Braun podcast is JFK and the Space Race. He's featured oh, sure. He's featured heavily in that podcast. So okay, there you go.
1: Cool.
2: We should talk about that when John gets back. No. I love talking JFK <laughs> around John. <laughs>
1: yeah. All
2: right. Thank you for listening. Not a bad effort today. Yeah. Not our best, though.
1: Uh. Thanks for listening to news from the Krabby Coffee Shop. New episodes drop every week wherever you get your podcasts.